Hi, I'm Rachel Dillon. And I'm Marcus Dillon. And this podcast is Who's Really the Boss, where we highlight the joys and challenges of running a business with your spouse or family. Our mission is to strengthen families and businesses by helping listeners avoid the mistakes we have made so they can lead and live happily ever after. Welcome back to Who's Really the Boss podcast. Oh, I think it's good to be back. I'm, I don't know if I should be nervous for this next conversation or not. Well, I'm excited. We won't do such a long intro maybe into this conversation since um, it's it's pretty easy topic, I think. So yeah. today, talking about traveling with a working spouse. So a lot of times what happens is one spouse has a business trip coming up and the other spouse gets invited to tag along. So wanted to talk through the dynamics of that and what it actually looks like when uh, one spouse goes for work and the other one is going for uh, a vacation or thinks they're going for a vacation. (laughs) (laughs) So you know how when the airlines ask you, is this trip for business or pleasure? Uh, I think it's a disconnect whenever one out of the two answer one way and the other one answers the other. (laughs) So ultimately it is business travel. Uh, There's business to be conducted and that's the primary reason of the trip. Uh, We actually, we, we determined and talked about this, like, Hey, on this trip, I would love for you to come with me. It's in San Diego. It's a great time. You're friends with all the people in the room and you add so much perspective anyway, and even the business conversations, because you do run a firm as well. And so run, run a firm alongside me. So, um, it's not too big of a stretch by any means, like compared to a a doctor going like to a dental conference, uh, where he's learning all the newest, latest and greatest about implants. And then a spouse who has no idea what that looks like. So I think for us, it's a little bit different. Um, some of the, I guess, comments, because you know, we're together a lot, uh, throughout the week. And then I've been traveling now for a little bit on my own, um, with the same group of people, essentially, um, kind of doing a road show pretty much, but you know, there is that different element whenever, you know, a spouse is brought to dinner or a spouse is taken, um, to the event or anything like that. So your perspective is, you know, eye opening uh, on some of the things and, uh, kind of the last piece is why not? Like, I think for people that like question, like, why would you, like, why not? Like, you know, it's, you're able to disconnect. I've got a hotel, hotel room that, you know, I'm not using, I've got some downtime. I might as well enjoy that with the person that I'm doing life with. And our kids thankfully are at a spot where they can kind of for the most part, they, they self, they're self-sufficient. We still had someone come stay with them at night in case something really bad happened. But I think we're at that point. It's like, why not? Uh, we wanted to continue to work on our relationship, uh, regardless of what's going on in our professional lives. And so that's where we're at. Yeah. Well, I think that I, I have been told by some people that I have really high expectations of things. Um, I know that I have some 
perfectionist tendencies that have really worked on. So most people probably would not be able to see that anymore. <laughs> I, I have chilled out and I'm still not what you would call a chilled out person, but um, a long way from where I used to be. And so I think I had some expectations. So we were committed to Tuesday and most of the day Wednesday, I thought. So like full day Tuesday through the night and then most of the day Wednesday. What I thought that meant was that Sunday, Monday, were like completely vacation pretty much. And that Wednesday evening and Thursday were completely vacation. Well, I don't really know why I thought that because even when we go on vacation, because we work together, we end up talking about work. We just have time and space to think about the future, to think about, you just have new ideas that pop up. So you end up talking about work. So definitely um, we, I believe, I believe we enjoyed most of the first day we arrived though. Somehow we were not on the same page about attire and what was gonna happen as soon as we got off the plane. Um, somebody was wearing business casual and not prepared for like this four mile walk that I had planned for us to do. Yeah. <laughs> so that went downhill real quick and we had to Uber back <laughs> to the hotel so you could change. Um, but really enjoyed a nice hike. But I think what the parts of that after Sunday, really the planning aspect because of your role in that work event, um, there was some preparation that you had to do to get ready for being in front of people for a full day and a half. And so I wasn't really prepared for that. I did not schedule like spa services or independent activities for myself to do while you were, um, you know, kind of distracted or busy uh, getting prepared for that. Once we got there, we learned a lot about what um, these events really look like, or at least you learned a lot what they really look like, because part of it is with any putting on a conference and speaking in front of people, you have to know What's the latest thing? You know, there's been modifications to the slideshow or the conversation that needs to happen in front of. And uh, whenever you don't see the same group of people that you're doing this with on a maybe even weekly basis, um, there's been changes, especially like when when a quality control um, kind of has gone through a presentation. Some things change about like who's presenting what and essentially you're, you're just kind of, uh, working the room a little bit too, based on who actually comes to these events. So yeah, I apologize if that wasn't completely clear on what preparation looks like. And, and honestly, you know, when you travel and you do have to wear like a sport coat and nicer shoes on the plane, cause you can't pack it. And then you get to the hotel and your room isn't ready because you got to the, um, to the area on time or a little bit early, like, there was no opportunity to change to then go on a four mile hike um, to a park, <laughs> to an inner inner city park where um, I'm wearing nicer clothes. I'm pretty much a target for all the homeless uh, that are scattered about. Um, and so it was it was interesting to say the least. But we got to see that park. We quickly uh, departed after we found or after I determined it was no longer uh, worth the hike. And uh, kind of, I think we saved the day by going to a more desirable location outside of the city 
to see obviously the coastline, have a great dinner at a very well-known golf course. And, um, that, that was more my pace for day one. And obviously we did not connect on that leading up to probably would have been a lot, um, less friction on day one. And then, yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, we didn't, we didn't communicate very well. And I think every single time, um, that one of us kind of has an issue, it comes down to poor communication or lack of, it was just lack of communication and really setting out what each day looked like. So prior to leaving, we talked about, you know, what do you want to do in this downtime? Like we're going to have these days free that we'll have time to do stuff. Um, and I didn't ask a whole lot of questions. I was just like, oh, okay, well then we'll plan to go do this and kind of left it loose and open for once we got there, just how weather was going, what time we got up, all those kinds of things. So not like really, really scheduled like I do if we're traveling as a family for vacation, um, but should have asked better questions of how much time are you going to need to prepare? Like, when do you need to start preparing? And when should I schedule time alone, like independent time? And when should I schedule time for the two of us to go and do stuff? But the hike through uh, Torrey Pines, I guess it's like a state reserve or state park. And then ending at the Torrey Pines golf course with a at sunset, like made it for the sunset, able to get the picture and then have dinner. Um, was excellent. We actually had a really great time. And then I think, so we both participated in the conference both days. I did not speak. You you actually helped present during that and really had to be on the whole time for participants to come to you and ask questions um, and get clarifications and things like that. Um, but I was there as a participant for all of the times. And I don't think that I realized after that, so on the second half day, how kind of mentally exhausted, you know, just kind of drained after all of that peopling <laughs> for that many hours and the late night, like lack of sleep. I didn't realize really just how tired I didn't think about how tired you would be at all. Um, I didn't really consider myself that I would be tired at all. And so then really plans <laughs> for that, you know, second half of that day were minimal because neither one of us felt like uh, doing much. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's the other piece that I take away as like something that was not communicated. And, and honestly, I didn't, this is the third one of these and, you know, I didn't realize I was, but I could also go, you know, mindlessly scroll or fall asleep or do something after being on for, you know, 48 hours straight and being, you know, having to respond to people when they come up with questions and maybe I'll answer their question. Maybe I won't. But, um, you know, I think that's, that's one of those where just being tired you got a great picture of me like dozing off on the couch. And so, you know, you did get that was an uh, hour and a half doze. I don't, I don't think we call that a dozing off. It, I if I knew I was going to doze for an hour and a half, I would have made it to the bed and not been in the most uncomfortable position on the couch. But, um, but yeah, it, you know, I think that's the other thing to keep in mind whenever you are traveling with someone who their main priority is business or work or meetings. Um, building in that time, like, okay, you're going to be tired after this. And we did a, what, three plus mile walk day one. 
uh, we worked out in the hotel gym most days. I think you hit every day. I, I did my normal routine. Uh, and then you're just not used to the same amount of sleep because it's a different bed. It's a different uh, temperature in the room. There's different variables. Um, so it's just probably not the most high quality sleep. And then just being done, done with people, done in general after 48 hours to where you just need a break. And I think that's part of what was not built in. So you can't just go turn it back on and, and hit the afterburners um, because then you still got to go home. You still got to deal with kids once you get home and dogs that are throwing up on stuff. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like one of those like life still happens. So if we would have better prepared for what this could have really looked like, and we will because we're about to travel again at the end of uh, November, a very similar trip, which you're actually gun going to present at. Um, so we have to build in a lot of downtime, a lot Did of I prep time. Did I sign on that? Uh, I may we, have signed you. Like, you know. are we? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't remember signing anything saying for yeah, sure I would do it'll that. It'll be fine. You'll do great. So I think the, the main thing there is going into it eyes wide open, realizing you know, hey, this, we need these gaps built in. And so it's not like the Clark Griswold family vacation where every minute, every hour of every hour is built in. There's going to be some grace that's going to be needed and, and big gaps, right? So what could have made San Diego travel more, uh, more successful other than like less overcast weather, more sunny weather, because it kind of got real it kind of got it. That was also a downer, you know, toward the end of the travel that the sun could never come out. And so, you know, this place that's 363 days of sun a year in the two days we were there, that it was gray. Um, so what are the other takeaways that it would have made for someone that's traveling with a spouse that's on business? Yeah, I think, well, I think personally, like for us, I think that I would have done, um, the extra day on the front end for sure and done like two full days before because you're just so tired and your mind is thinking through all of the things of the conference that it's hard to just immediately turn that off and switch to relaxation mode again so mm -hmm. i think that i would have moved um instead of doing like a full day on the front and a basically a full day on the back end. I think I would have stacked those together at the front. Um, definitely communicated like how much preparation time if one person is presenting or has responsibilities other than just showing up and leaving. Um, and then the, the last thing or the thing that I think that we should probably consider maybe for our next trip, because it is kind of hard to just um, turn it off on your own, is maybe scheduling a massage or a facial or I know that's very privileged and spoiled, but maybe scheduling something that allows you to relax for that afternoon or evening when that conference ends so that you have something to uh, help bridge that transition back to regular life, real life, whatever you want to say, yeah. but just to help you um, transition from being on to back to normal. Yeah. No, I think, I think that was really good on the, to add the day on the front end, because 
you kind of get re-energized. Like you, you get somewhere for a couple of days and you kind of get comfortable. But then whenever the event would actually start and your friends start coming into town, it kind of re-energizes you. And then on the backside, it's like your friends left and I'm still here hanging out, you know, and it's kind of weird. Um, so uh, yeah, I like that suggestion. Um, and then everybody else is kind of leaving at the same time. So yeah, it's, um, definitely something to kind of improve upon and hopefully we'll have plenty of other opportunities to travel together. I, I still see it as successful. Like we came home and you know, the house was still there. The girls are still alive and I don't know if they ate while we were gone, but, uh, they're still doing their thing. And even though the dog is sick and I don't know if he was, you know, missing us so much that he continued to get sick. Um, you know, life, life happens. I think the other thing there, um, and again, this is very privileged and maybe only, um, applies to us, uh, personally and our family, but coming home, uh, as we're on the plane, all I could think about was, well, one, the mess the dog had made that I knew I had to scrub and clean up because the girls had somewhat tried but didn't find the messes in time. So they were pretty much there. Uh, but also the laundry. No one had done laundry. So that may be one other thing, whether we hire someone to come help with that laundry while we're gone or whether we just have the girls do a few loads of laundry while we're gone, um, depending on family dynamics, I guess. Yeah. Ours are old enough and capable that they can do at least one load of laundry. So both girls are competitive swimmers. They swim both morning and evening plus shower. So they're three towels a day, usually minimum. Um, so when you're gone for five days and no one's wash towels. Uh, that's also two bathing suits a day and the workout clothes that go on top of that go also into the dirty clothes because nobody's folding um, or rewearing anything more than once. And so I think that's another something to consider is some type of help with housekeeping. If you don't have someone that's staying um, in your home or have family members that are staying there that can do it. Maybe having somebody come before you get back <laughs> to make sure that that's at least started so that when you bring all of your travel stuff, you don't have, you know, five to six loads of laundry staring at you um, and, and no towels for the kids to take to swim practice that following day. They <laughs> can just shake dry. That's fine. <laughs> Um, I know you, you, you were way less concerned about that than I was last night, but, um, yeah, yeah no, that was definitely a concern for me that there were not enough towels <laughs> for everybody to have at swim practice. Yeah. I think the other thing that we've kind of learned, not only with business travel, but with personal travel is we have a, uh, and we didn't do it coming back and it kind of, it felt awkward because whenever we travel back from wherever we're at. And we always go eat at the same restaurant on our way home because we come home from the airport a certain way and we stop and eat um, great Mexican food. Um, and it, it doesn't matter if we were in Mexico, like it's just not that Mexican food that we're used to. Um, so we usually stop on the way home. It's kind of become a tradition. And last, you know, we did not do that on our way home this time around. Um, we've also, I think I've traveled individually and I passed by the restaurant and didn't stop the last time. And it just feels weird. 
And so, you know, you've eaten like crap or eaten differently all week long. What's one more meal? Um, but I think having that tradition also kind of helps reset, Hey, we're back, like getting back into a rhythm of like normal everyday life, um, is something that's been helpful. So I think your suggestion of planning some individual time and whether that's a, you know, some type of treatment, whether it's a manicure, pedicure, uh, spa service, a haircut, whatever that looks like, um, whatever, whatever someone values as far as like relaxation, maybe it's a nap. I don't know. And the other piece is once you actually, you know, boots on the ground where you live, what's that one thing that can kind of reset to get you back into normal everyday tomorrow is just another regular day. I love that chips and queso is what transitions us back to normal, regular life. Yeah. Cause they don't have chips and queso in California. It's crazy. Like <laughs> they don't have chips and queso in Mexico. I don't know if that's only a Tex-Mex thing or what. Um, they've got queso other areas of the country and it's trash. And so it's, um, you know, it, queso is not a block of Velveeta and some milk. It, it, it's, a, it's a perfected science for some. So, um, and then the other thing is chips. Like, you know, chips, salsa, you know, there's different things that you can have some really crappy chips and you don't want the best queso in the world. So it's gotta be a mix of, of, of goodness to kind of take in, so. Well, I will say that even though it wasn't, the trip didn't go exactly as I thought it could or thought that it might, um, it was a little outside of my expectations at points of the trip. Overall, it was a great time. Um, we got to see great friends and um, got to spend time together. And that, you know, that was huge, really important. I have skipped a lot of trips based on geographic location and timing of those trips. And so this one worked out perfectly um, in a great location in San Diego and then great people, great food while we were there uh, and a lot of time together. Yep. All right. Well, looking forward to the next trip, I think so. <laughs> It'll be better. I think there will definitely be uh, some spa services worked into that one. All right. Well, let's go try to find the best spa place within budget. Oh, no. No budget. No budget uh, is considered for that, for sure. All right. We'll talk about how to deduct that for your business expense in the next episode. <laughs> so. All right. Talk to you later. Thanks for hanging with us to the end of another episode. If you have thoughts, comments, or feedback you would like to share, please leave us a comment or review on your favorite podcast listening platform. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Join us again next week for another great conversation.